Hello and welcome to Baddest Mothers in the Room. I'm Casey. I'm the mother of Bo, an almost 17-month-old baby boy. And I'm Tristan. I'm the mother of Nellie, an almost 14-month-old baby girl. We're the kind of gals that didn't know if we were going to have babies or not, but then we did it, and now we're here to talk about it. So we are not professionals, so don't take our advice if we give you any too seriously. Um, and if you have a problem with what we say, you stink! <laughs> we're just here to talk about the perils of parenting, so you can always weigh in on what we're talking about if you have opinions, or you can give us suggestions on things you want us to yammer on about. Yeah. Blech. Blech. Or tell us to shut up. Yeah. And then you stink. But hey, this is well, a continuation. It. Yes. P2. So, we have a guest today, kind of. Because it's Amy Rader. Yeah, remember her? She was awesome. She was last week, and she is a foster mom, and she had such a plethora of information that we decided to split into two, so we'll get the second half of that uh, interview in your ear holes at the end of this epi. Yeah, for now. Those are all technical terms. Yeah. Ear holes, epi. Epi. I hope you enjoyed the great Gilly Hopkins. Oh, like yes. Catherine Patterson, which Bert was Tristan's about request. fostered children. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't read it. She just Googled it. Yeah. I mean, I read it in like fifth grade or something. I don't know. It's for children. It's for stupid it's for babies. Children. Ugh. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm doing well. As you know, just another manic Monday. Wow. For us. I don't know what day it is for you, audience, but for us right now, it's a Monday. Probably Tuesday, if you listen to it when it's hot off the presses. Which I'm sure you all do. Yes, obviously. I am worried. I told you this already, so pretend you don't know. Um, I'll probably be sick in a couple days. Oh. Because I was reading my book on the train, and I was holding the train rail, and then I was like, got to turn the page. Lick my finger. Nasty. So I've got... I don't know. How many people live in Chicagoland? Like six million or something? Um, yeah, there's a little over three million in the actual city of Chicago. Mm, yeah. So I've got all their hands in my mouth yeah, right now. Pretty much. So it was uh, nice knowing you. Goodbye. So this is a solo podcast. Maybe it'll just know. make you stronger. Yeah, maybe. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Who sings that? Oh boy, I don't know. Imagine dragons. <laughs> Ask Nelly. Um, I will probably also die just for the fact that I am not I haven't been on the train during rush hour in a long time and I was on the train this morning Ugh. for an eight thirty appointment downtown. Horrible. Interview thing. Horrible. And I was like, Why are these people so close to me? <laughs> they are up in your stuff. Oh, so close. It was yeah. horrible. And I guess so motion sick i'm just like i gotta stare out the window move a lady touched my hand too Gross. on the way home i was like what are you doing ew i mean it wasn't on purpose but it she didn't recoil that's the thing like i i was like oh my god this guy is so close to me he's facing me we're like <sighs> front to front and and then another guy like grabs the pole and his like hand is like almost touching my face like i could feel his hand heat I'm like oh i feel like this is such an invasion of my privacy and so close but they do this every day so there's like whatever yeah i'm used to being mushed up to people Ugh, they're getting a cheap thrill out of it my number one thing that i hate aside from like being next to somebody who's coughing and sniffling and stuff because mm. i feel like i'm getting ill right then is if someone's hair is touching me Oh, gross. I hate it. I don't know why. Even with like the people look perfectly clean, like whatever, hair isn't like, fine, I'm touching your hair. I'm not repulsed. Yeah. Hopefully you aren't. Okay. Oh, no, you're washing that little piece of your hair. You have a little shampoo with you. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> just um, But yeah, I don't know. If someone's hair just like lightly brushes my leg, I'm like. <laughs> that is kind of creepy. <laughs> Especially if it's touching like your ankle because that person's standing and they have ankle length hair oh yeah i hate that <laughs> i always hate that um speaking of that none of this has to do with baddest mothers but while we're on the topic i went to the gym today yay thank you thank you gym and job interview yeah what look at me life, and, my, and my class today i had my class <gasps> oh. today too um 
And you can hardly tell, but I did I actually did something with my hair today. I noticed when I came in. It's um, very mer-like. Mer- I'm Murray. Um, so Bill Bo, Murray looked just like I Bill Murray. I look like I did my hair like Bill Murray today. Just nice comb over. Um, I was on the elliptical, and this guy, two ellipticals away from me, and this is the second time that I've experienced this with this man, just every once in a while, lets out the largest, most, what's the word I'm looking for? Cavernous belch oh cool like multiple while he's on the elliptical were you like hooray or were you like this is gross no i feel like i would have been like yes uh i was like this is gross like okay uh, the first time this happened a couple weeks ago i was just like this guy's gross but i was behind him i think i was on a different machine um this time we were kind of next to each other so i looked over and i was like come on man (gasps) gross and you didn't have headphones in and I could see the guy on the other side of him look at him, too. <laughs> but he let out a few more huh? in his, like, 15-minute warm-up on the ellipticals. Maybe he has a problem. Maybe he's got, like, gastrointestinal issues. And now he, like, went in the locker room and cried. You can't eat those burps. You can't. You Does Ooh. he have to open his mouth that big and be like, <laughs> what? He couldn't just be like, <laughs> and keep it in? Yeah, I don't know. He also like dropped a tissue on the ground that he didn't pick up. Oh, he never wiped guy. off his machine. I almost was. I was like, do I go complain about this guy? Uh-huh. And what do I say? This guy keeps burping. I don't like it. He's gross. He's gross. He's gross. Just ripping it and not covering his mouth or like putting it in his shoulder or anything. Mm. Fuck that guy. Yeah. And you could like hear it. I feel like you could see it, <laughs> feel it. I was like, Get, I, I closed my water bottle. Taste nasty. I was next to a guy uh, on, or I've had, this has actually happened to me twice with the same guy on the treadmill, um, the guy he, next to me, and he'll go like, come on, come on, almost there, oh, just do it, do it, do it, and and I should possibly find it annoying, but I'm like, yeah, oh. I'm like, okay, he's like my own little Shanti yeah. or whatever, he's just like screaming at me, at I mean, it's not at me, but I pretend related. it's, yeah. Yeah, you take it, I'm you like, okay. make it for you. Here I go, guy, you're right. You make it for I you. I can do it. I can't do it. When I used to run outside, which I hate doing, I would high five leaves on the trees because I'd pretend like they were cheering me on. Cool. <laughs> so I'd, just, I'd hit the leaves and be like, thanks. High fives on the street. And then street. you just like grab drinks out of people's hands that you're walking by. Drink them, <laughs> throw them. Crush em. it, throw it back throw at it. them. Yep. And then I'd be like, I actually, I burp a lot when I work out, but it, they're very, like, dainty little burps. Yeah, you, you're a polite lady. I, and I also... I, I probably have, toot my way through every workout, but I try not to make them don't audible. Don't know. Um, but, you know, I never used to burp uh, pre-Nelly, and now I yeah. do all the time. So, but I still, like, I'm not any good at knowing when I'm about to burp, so I'll just be mid-sentence, and I'll be like, yeah. and I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Maybe that's this guy's problem. <laughs> Maybe since he's given birth, he's just learned how to Probably. Burp. I just swallowed I so loud. Did you hear that? Yeah. I was like, Quip. Yeah. Maybe. Speaking of being disgusting. This is why you like this guy. You're like, he's, not, he's I, fine. I, I empathize with him. <laughs> it's me. It's me in big shorts. That was you? Yeah. You shaved your head and you put on a headband and now you put on a work. wig or what? And you skip work. Yeah. Um, anywho, what's up with your kid? Got any wins? Yes. Um, my kid, this is such a boring one, but it was so great. Let us sleep until 8 o'clock on Saturday. Whoa. Like, we didn't know what was going on. Did you actually sleep till 8 or did you wake up? Like 900 times being like, is she okay? What's no, we both were snooze straight on till eight. Like, <gasps> whoa. Yeah. It fucked up Chris's little Fitbit thing because you know how it tells you to move every hour or whatever. Yeah. He starts it at seven. Um, so he snoozed right through his little Fitbit time. Uh, like, we well- were both out, dead to the world. And the thing was, like, when we woke up, she wasn't even making that much noise. She, w- she was just standing in her crib, like, bah. Oh, bah. there you are. Bah. So we were like, well, I guess we'll get her out. Oh, she was cute. just having a great old time. I have no idea how long she was awake. Right. She might have been up for two hours because she gets up at like six. But if she didn't care. Yeah, she's just like having a grand old time. Bye-bye. I think this is something that starts to come with age for them. Mm-hmm. Because Bo's starting to do that too. Where like, I'm like, wow, he's been sleeping a long time. And I'll look in there like, oh, no, he's having a conversation with someone with, <laughs> with his ghost. pacifier and his his 
University of Michigan teddy bear. Like, mm-hmm. they're all, like, talking in there. And then I've heard from older kids, a little older, like my nephew Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, like, hangs out and plays in his crib by himself for a little while after his naps and stuff. That's great. Yeah. I get to start giving Nelly toys in there. Right. There's not much to do. Instead of just waking up immediately and being like, <laughs> Yeah. Give him something to do. I'm afraid. Yeah, that's, we've added, uh... The stuffed animals to Bo's crib Mm -hmm. for him. Usually Mm -hmm. they just get chucked out when he's (laughs) done with his whatever kind of sleeping, but sometimes he actually plays with them. Hmm. It's a very cute win. Oh, that must have been nice to sleep till eight. It was. It's weird, though. I, like, I don't know. I think I'm dying. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter how much I sleep. I'm still so tired. And I get plenty of sleep now. I don't know what's happening to me. D vitamin D deficiency. Maybe you need a little D. I don't. I need a little D. Maybe need a little D. Um, well, you know, you could be detoxing still from the holiday season. Maybe we're only we're less than two weeks. Well, we're about two weeks in, and you know, you're eating healthier and yeah. I just feel like I should have all this energy, you know, like or not all this energy, but at least not unenergy. Yeah. I had this kid, yeah, and you're tired when you're a mom, but she's not a tiring kid. Yeah. And, like, I am sl- I go to bed at, like, 9, and I get up at, like, 6. Am I sleeping too much? What's creaking? The I heater. Thought, oh, I thought I was doing it. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so creaky. It's my bones. I'm dying. It's my arthritis. Yeah, that you sounded like our uh, whatever kind of heat this is, steam heat. Yes. <laughs> Um, my knee sounds like that sometimes. Yeah. How about you? Do you too. have a ween? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd like to give myself a little credit. Okay. Um, well, I actually had some, some work on Friday. <gasps> I went down to the University of Illinois to do a couple shows. That's right. So, um, aside from my win, I got to stay in a hotel room by myself. Oh, in, yes. Like a king-size bed, which I think may have been a California king, because this oh. bed was gigantic. Nice. Like, I could have slept sideways and wouldn't have been able to touch. Um, but, of course, I, like, slept in, like, one little sliver of the bed, and, like, the other half of the bed looked <laughs> completely still made. Uh, that's what I do, too. Like, I, I didn't take advantage like, of this sleep, at all. like, right against the edge. Yeah. But, um... We hung out a little after the show, so I didn't even go to bed until like one, one fifteen. Nice. And you're doing dryuary, yes. Yeah. So that was it was just fun hangouts. Just... A la pizza. Oh. Gluten free pizza. Very nice. Um went to bed. Woke up at like eight thirty. Woke up at like eight and was like, I'm not getting up yet. Like rolled back over. Woke nice. back up again at eight thirty. It was like, Oh yeah. And then I didn't uh, my co-workers my fellow performers they pretty much left right then to go back to chicago mm-hmm. but i wasn't going to chicago i was going to my nephew's birthday party Yay. happy second birthday dexter <laughs> um which was in the greater Juliet area at one of those goldfish swim places oh sure so i was like okay two and a half hour drive i'm not even gonna leave starts at 1 30 check out here's at noon i'll leave here at like 10 45 nice so i did a little stuff on my computer I watched some cable television, which I had done mm. in a while. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was on. Oh. Uh, hung out in the room. It was fantastic. I was getting stuff done. I was feeling good. Were you in that student union yeah. thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. You, so you did not you know, go for well, a splash in the pool or anything? No, no. No pool. Like, no workout room. I remember that being a particularly... I mean, it's like really cute and fun, but it's not like a hotel. hotel no, it's a student union. It's yeah. mainly for like prospects and parents weekends and yeah. stuff, probably. Um, the whole place reminded me of being morning sick though because <laughs> last time we stayed in it i was with you mm-hmm. was right when i was only i don't know six weeks pregnant or something yeah. and i was dying yeah so everything about that place made me be like oh my god maybe like trick me into thinking i had energy because i had such low energy <laughs> last time we were there and i was so sick i was like i feel like a million dollars <laughs> yeah you had to tell me that you were pregnant because yeah you were just too miserable. Mm-hmm. We were roommates, and yeah. I, was, I was trying to brush my teeth, and I was just dying. I was throwing up all over the place. And yeah, like, we were running we late. And I came out. I was like, "Oh God!" You're like, "What is wrong with you?" I'm like, ah, "I'm pregnant." And I was like, "Is that good?" Is I that think I said something. Like I can't it? remember, but it was probably not something that was like, "Hooray!" Yeah, I, you're I was like, like oh, "Are shit. you? Are you? Are we happy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then yay! yay. <laughs> um. Anyway, yes, that's all kind so you of loafed. part of my win. But here's the thing: it snowed a bunch, 
And you have I done a really good job of like cleaning the roads and the sidewalks and stuff. And when I left and actually got on 57 heading north, it was horrible. Uh. It was like white knuckle driving the whole way. I finally just got off 57 because I was like, this is horrible. Most people were only going in the right lane because the left lane wasn't clear. But Mm -hmm. like it would have been clearer if people would just go there. But no one wanted to be the first, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So between like 30 and 45 in a 70 mile an hour zone for hours. And then through Kankakee, I had to get out. I had to like clean off my windshield wipers because they were getting caked with snow. I had one little fishtail action on the side Mm. roads. All the way over. And I'm still, like, getting used to this vehicle. Right. Can't even park it. No. I don't even know how to park it. Lord knows I can't drive in the snow. Um, Finally get over to 55, then it's clear. But still, I got there, like, halfway through the party. Oh. But the reason it's my win is because I made it. Yeah. I would have been like, I can't. I know. I thought about it. I was (laughs) like, I should just go straight home. Screw this. Or, like, there was times when I was like, do I have to pull over and get a hotel? Do I I live here now? (laughs) Do I live in Kankakee? Kankakee? Or as they say, Kane Key. Oh. Um, but I, I made it, and I was like, I fucking made it. Nice. I deserve to be here. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to splash in the pool. Yeah. So, and Bo had a great time in the pool. Oh, good. And he Didn't was, he stop liking pools for a little while? A little bit. I think he didn't like them because they were cold, and this, oh. this place keeps their pool at 90, so. 90? Mm-hmm, that's warm. Is that too warm? I no. I could just want to pee the whole time. No. It's just like, nice. Hmm. Nice. Cool. It's like a little bit less than a hot tub without its jets on, you know? Mm. You're just like, this is nice. This is so strict. But it's so chlorinated that if you just shave your legs, you're like, my legs are burning. <laughs> I bet. I was going to say, I bet there was so much goddamn piss in that so pool. So much pee. Oh. Oh. I've never put my face underwater in the goldfish pool. Mm. No. Very good. It's, it's Very good. And I didn't even swim this time because I got there so late. But I was just like, okay. That's like the whole uh, work-life balance in action right there. Made it to my gig, made it back, drove Love through it. hell and high water and, and made it. Hell Love and high it. snow. Love it. And did it. And did you do anything other than shows? Did you? Because when we did it before, we like auditioned children and taught them. And... No. Um, that, Kenny did that stuff by himself. Oh, great. Um, well, we were at the rehearsal. So the other performer and I were at the rehearsal with Kenny. Mm. And then we had like a very brief break, two shows back to back. And then we're done. And the shows were earlier, so we were done at like 9, 9, 9.30 or something. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Side note, if you need someone to coach you in improvisation, mm-hmm. head us up. Yeah. We know the way. We know the way. Mm-hmm. Corporate. We can do corporate. Yeah, we do a lot of corporate improv. Yeah. Student stuff. Teach kids you how stuff, improv relates to business. <laughs> Like, what what's that some word? bullshit what business <laughs> ah. anyway plug plugged ourselves plugged ourselves mm. 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 feeling good plugging myself plug myself get me in that bedside table <laughs> we are in your bedroom again <laughs> we are in my bedroom uh, um i i have a um audience submitted fail <gasps> Yeah, this is from Holly, my oh. Holly. Um, but she was telling me about it, and I was like, oh, this I feel like needs to go out there. She's having a little problem potty training her son. Okay. it's uh, It's been quite the journey. Uh, so he's still in diapers, but she's really trying to get him to go without uh, or be potty trained. He wants to go without diapers. He's like, I don't want to wear these. She's like, well, you have to be potty trained then. So then every once in a while, there's these accidents that are happening around the house. And... Um, She's like, yeah, I catch most of them. But then the other day I looked in the bathroom mirror and I had shit all over my neck. (gasps) What? Why? Why? No. No one knows. Other than the fact that he pooped somewhere. Who knows why the poop ended up on her neck. But sorry about that, huh? But thanks for submitting your fail. And you get anyone, you got a good fail, submit it. We had an episode of fails, but anytime you have one, which is kind of always, right? Yeah. Yeah. My fail uh, this week is kind of, I don't know, whatever, who cares. My baby is so crusty. Crusty? Oh, crusty. Oh, crusty. Um, she is just, she's got really dry skin. That's why uh-huh. we don't give her like tons and tons of baths, you know. Um, 
but today I was like, why aren't I just putting more lotion on this goddamn baby? Like, it's not... <laughs> I mean, I put lotion on her after the bath and stuff, but I should just be doing it twice a day. Like, when yeah. she gets up and when she goes to bed. I so if you don't give her a bath her up. at night, you don't put lotion on her? No. Oh, well, yeah, that's pretty stupid. I should. I should. Uh. This poor little lizard that I love so much, I'm just like, lizard baby. man, you dry, baby. And then I just zip her into her pajamas and throw her in her crib. Sucks to be you, kid. Man, I'm going to put on some loche. You're yeah. making me feel dry. Yeah. going to go grease up. Going to go drink some water and lotion up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Not, I think, well, I, I kind of know why. It's because she's been so unhappy on the changing table. Oh. Like, anytime I'm getting her dressed, changing her clothes, she's like, ah! maybe not necessarily crying, but flopping around, Mm -hmm. dangling off the side and stuff. So I'm always like, get this over with. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's worth it. You got to lube her up. I mean, you can lube her up on the run, too. Lube her on the run. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like sitting on the floor in her diaper, just You know, we keep wearing pants. We're not, we're a, we're a, a conservative household. You are. You don't kiss her on the lips. You keep her fully dressed. Yeah. Bo was literally wiener to the wind all night last night. What do you mean? In his bed? No, not all, not in his bed. Oh. Like before he went to bed. Weren't you worried he would pee? A little bit. Huh. But right. On your neck? <laughs> it's like if you pee, pee on my neck. <laughs> well, are you going to start lotioning her? Yes, I am. I'm going to do it. Not tonight. Because, Next week? Yeah. Maybe in a couple of weeks? <laughs> no, I'm going to do it Come summer. When, when I change her in the morning and when I change her at night. Okay. Change her clothes. I'm going to. Good idea. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> As, you mean good idea that every single other mother in the world has that finally I'm ascribing to? Just, you know, we're not here to judge, remember? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with a little judgment now and again. It, there are a lot of those things where it's like, you've been doing something just one way. Yeah. So then maybe if someone else comes in, like, you don't you don't see a lot what goes on at daycare, right? Or they don't do those kinds of things. But, like, my mom will come in and do something different when she's babysitting or, or Mark's mom or babysitter. And I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> so if I sing to him on the changing table, he won't be such a shithead. <laughs> or maybe feed him this instead. Yeah. Maybe rock him and... Say shh, shh, shh. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Don't just lay a screaming ass down in the crib. Who invented that? Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Didn't read about that one. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes you just need to get a different perspective. Yeah. It was kind of like, we, I think we both kind of had a problem that we were like forgetting to give our babies enough water. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just give them some water. You, dr- yeah, I'm thirsty, so you're yeah. probably thirsty too. I've had my eight glasses. He might need his two. Yeah. Yeah, like, when's the last time I gave him water? When's the last time I gave him food? Ugh, yeah. And they can't tell you yet, so you're just like, what? Yeah, God. Why are you crying? Oh, you're covered in your own shit and you haven't eaten in four hours? Fine. Fair, fair, fair. (laughs) Um, My fail is skin-related as well. Mm. (laughs) Bo has really bad diaper rash right now. Oh, no. Like, he was wailing in pain last night a few different times and last week or yeah when did we say this i think it was last week when we were like you were just kind of always teetering on are we okay or do we need to go to the emergency room yeah yeah. like last night was definitely an example of that where i was like we might actually have to go to urgent care or something from diaper rash because he was just screaming and if he didn't stop screaming i didn't know what else to do he had like an actual rash on his sides, like on his hips. Oh, okay. That was like actual like red dots on Aww. his white skin. But then his butt was just full red. It looked like he had just been spanked. Now, is there like, are there like rashy things too, or it's just pink? His butt was just pink. Okay. His hips had rash. Okay. But his butt was just super, super like almost say red pink oh and he and i mean no matter what it was it clearly hurt like he was because he's got a little diarrhea so that's part of it i think he's teething again and i always say i think he's teething again but i really do because he's like gnawing on stuff Mm -hmm. and has diarrhea um and so every time he'd have like a little wet fart 
he just starts screaming. Oh, buddy. And then you want to clean it, but... But that hurts. You can't. Yeah. He's screaming. So the reason it's a fail is because I just feel like I wasn't prepared. Like, we ran out of butt paste. Oh, the A&D's better anyway. And it's, like, cheaper by the ounce or whatever, so we'll just use this, not realizing that sometimes they don't need A&D. They need butt paste. <laughs> like, A&D doesn't dry your butt out, you know? Mm. So... We didn't have any of the butt paste. Our wipes were all like regular ass wipes. We didn't have any like the water based ones. Like oh. everything I'm reading online, I'm like, this is all stuff we do not have <laughs> here. Um, what else? Oh, I think it was the this brand of diapers we used was causing maybe the side rashes. Yeah. So I was like, we need to go get better diapers. We need to do this. We gave him a bath and he was like laying in the bath like a frog like he didn't want to be on his butt so he's laying on his stomach with his legs pulled up like froggy legs so he didn't want his butt touching and then he'd be fine for a while and then he'd have another little shart action and he'd flip out it was so horrible Aww. and then this morning he got up crazy early like 5 50 or something i just feel so bad for him and i don't know what to do Aww. and i mean i went to target and spent like a million i just bought one of everything just all butt items yeah and then it's like the Target has that like spend a hundred dollars and get a twenty dollar oh, gift yeah, card. So yeah. I was like, all right, hundred dollars in butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. Um, so I just feel really bad for him, and I hope we get through it to, like today or tomorrow. But I don't know. Aww. Um, and then a side note on that, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you use overnight diapers? Yes. Special overnight diapers? Yeah, we use um, Baby Dry. Okay. Baby Dry. Well, then just night. add that to my fail because <laughs> the brand of diapers I buy say on it, good up to 12 hours. Mm. And I was like, great. Well, he sleeps that's overnight. 12 yeah. hours or a little less than, so that's an overnight diaper, right? But it's kind of not. Yeah, they just get like so heavy yeah. and they're wet. Yeah. They're, they feel wet. The, the, Even the if they're not dry super really wet, good. they're damp. Like, yeah. So I bought the overnight diapers for the first time. So mm. tag it on to my fail. <laughs> um, tonight will be his first freaking time in overnight diapers. Oh. Rude. Let's see how it goes. Probably the problem. Um, I have a butt confession to make oh. about butt stuff. Maybe this episode should be butt stuff. Butt stuff. Baddest butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Yeah. Um, I don't put diaper cream on like nelly butts. i don't know how to put diaper cream on what? we don't have diaper cream what? well here's the reason Ugh. it's you not like your baby her, her anus little... is just perfect you want her skin to just fall off no she i mean her she's never had diaper rash whoa um but 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 with one t it's not because of me or her it's like daycare they use like we send diaper cream for her for daycare. Oh, okay. Um, so they're using it. Yeah. But then and you're just they like... they change her diapers so fucking often, like annoyingly often. You're like, D -d -d I'm sure she didn't need that many diapers. Yeah. Um, but, and the, you know, so her butt's always fine. Oh. Because they're like real conscientious, like super... I think they have to check every hour. So if there's something. any pee, do they change it? I believe so. Oh, so she gets a new diaper every hour? No, because if there's not any pee, they don't change it. They, so the little thing will say, like, dry, you know, okay. wet, wet, wet. Dry or whatever, on you know. it. So it'll say that they checked it at 315 or whatever, and it was okay. dry. But, um, so, yeah. Can so you be like, um, can you make sure there's at least, like, four peas in there before <laughs> you change it? Can the blue stripe be at least three inches long? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I actually, I don't, like, how do you even put it in there? You just, like, smear it in their asshole? Or not their asshole, I mean, but, it doesn't like, go all the way in their the asshole. Yeah, you're not, like, inserting it. But you're, like, I don't know. You just, And then yeah, how do you get more? Because then your hands are all assy. I feel like I just get enough in my first go-through. Oh, mm -hmm. A nice little, like, two-finger. Okay. Nice little two-finger grab and smear it on the cheeks. Oh, so this is out of a tub that you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, I do it. Because we do have Aqua 4 by the uh, changing table because I put it on her cheeks because mm -hmm. of uh, her face eczema. Cheeks. Her face cheeks because mm -hmm. of her eczema. So I do have it. So I put it on one time because I was like, what are we doing? I don't you know. just get it on those cheekers and like in the inside of the cheekers. And when do you do that? After they've pooped or just in general? I just do it after poops. I don't do it after yeah. peas. Okay. 
clearly I'm not doing the right thing. My son's got damaging <laughs> diaper rash right now. But And then it like crusts into a little like... Yeah, just because it doesn't little... like soak in. Because sometimes, you no. know, after Nellie's had a good dump at daycare, she comes back and it looks like, you know, it's all like gross looking. Yeah. Yeah, it just hangs out on their butt and keeps them so from getting chafy. And yeah. then hmm. next dump, it gets wiped away. Hmm. Sometimes some of it ends up on the diaper, absorbs or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I would have figured this out eventually if she wasn't going to daycare. But now it's like, eh, I mean, I only deal with two shits a week. So you're just like, who is this baby? I don't know how to clean her butt. I don't put lotion on her. Apparently she knows Itsy Bitsy Spider. I didn't do that. I didn't do shit. (laughs) We just sing. I don't know. It's all our time you're spent like, together singing. I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm up here. Your note is down here and you're <laughs> over here. Um, Go to your room. <laughs> but when I you do. wake up, I probably won't be there for a couple hours. <laughs> Deadbeat. But as we know, I'm a vigilant pajama changer. Oh, yeah. And she has a themed outfit for everything. <laughs> so you got some qualities. New pajamas every night. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, take me away. <laughs> Lock her up. Yeah, this is going out into the public. Someone might hear this. I know. Someone I might know. hear this. I someone, hope so. God, I hope someone does. God, I hope someone hears this. See, this is the one that I'm like, I don't want my family to hear this. Yeah, either. exactly. They're like, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, take this baby away from her. Right, She's right. a mess. Nellie's going to listen to this in a few years. She'll just play this episode for her therapist in oh, 20 yeah. years. She should really play the one where we talk about her clit. <laughs> yeah. Anything going on with Bo's dick, by the way? Bo's dick is fine. Oh, no, because diaper rash could get on that, right? Oh, yeah, there's like a little red mark on his wee wee. So that was why I was saying the thing about him walking around with no diaper last night. Oh, yeah. So that's a good way to like air, air it out. out yeah. So after a dump or a pee and let him go a little while, he did dump out on the, on the floor, um, which was a big bummer. It was a small, but but wet and mighty one. Um, and he had just pooped, so I was like, oh, he'll be good for like 15 minutes, and then he pooped immediately. But then after that, we let him go a little while longer and after his bath, and he was fine. And I was like, Mark, is it weird that I just keep looking at his little butt and his little penis? It's so cute, and I never get to see it. <laughs> Why don't you get to see it? Well, you do when you're I changing just, his diaper. Because I change his night. diaper, yeah, but I don't see him like, like walking around <laughs> and like playing and climbing around with his little button. Balls. Yeah, I guess I only really see Nellie, like her tub tub butt. Yeah. Very cute. But he was like crawling up and I could just see his butt and his like ball sack hanging down. I was like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> it was so sweet. In the tub, uh, last night, day before, uh, N- Nellie always starts climbing away when, when she sees you take down the shower head to rinse her off. Uh-huh. She like crawls as far away from it as she can even though she doesn't super she doesn't cry or anything i don't yeah. know if it's just like a game for her or whatever so she's crawling up the back and you know how backs of tubs are super sloped yeah. like, so you're i don't know i guess people with backs who curve yeah. can lay yeah. against them i don't know um so she like crawled up the side and then whoosh, like shot down the side of the tub and normally it would have been horrifying but just like the amount of water and the way she fell it was like totally fine and it was Aww. just hilarious because she was like back down in the tub that was really cute adorable little baby little naked babies are cute yeah naked babies naked babies well should we take a little break we're actually we're done bye um we're gonna take a break and then we will uh air for you the second half of the amy raider foster mother interview Back to the, you know, you guys are falling in love and stuff, and it's real cute. Um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> was there any times where you had to, like, sit down and talk about your relationship? Like one oh. would with a, a, a new budding coupledom? <laughs> kind of. Like, when we started the um, adoption paperwork, we asked, you know, is this what you want? Do you really want to be adopted by us? Because you can stay here forever and we'll love you like your our children no matter what. But if you don't want to be adopted, you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we could just be a perpetual foster situation. Um, 
And we wanted to make sure that that's what the boys wanted. And then we had a little heart to heart about, hey, now that it's going to be, um, we're going to go to court about this, you can change your names if you want to have our last name. You can even change your first name if you wanted. And then I saw this like ecstatic look pass over Small's face. And I was like, but you can't name yourself The Rock because it's already taken. (laughs) (laughs) And then he wanted to name himself like, homicide murder pants or something (laughs) i'm sure the foster care system would really look well on that yeah and i was just like wait 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 and i was like how do i talk him out of this because he's really excited about it and not in a way that looks like he's gonna drop it easily so i said you know how you hate writing he's like yeah i was like homicide murder pants is really long and you'd have to write that on all your papers and he's like oh Right. <laughs> nice work. Good momming. Stick with smalls, kid. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, uh, you know, Opie from the Andy Griffith show saying that, though. It's just right, ridiculous. Right. His little face. His little sweet little angel, angel face. <laughs> uh, great. Saying, and- I want to be a homicide. <laughs> anyway. Did they opt for the last name change or? Nope. Great. Because, you know, there's. It's a connection to their 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 biological families, uh-huh. their birth families, yeah. and that's not a connection we ever want them to lose. So, right. I was like, okay, you ain't gotta. Great. But now, yeah. like, and, and I didn't are. take my and I didn't take my husband's last name when we got married. Right. So this we're just the house of multiple last names. Chalk yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So progressive. <laughs> I love it. We should hyphenate them all together. <laughs> oh my gosh, that have fun writing that on a paper. <laughs> Uh, do you have a question? I do. Um, let's see. Um, I've, I've like a million still. Um, I know, uh, can you walk me through the struggles or if you had any of, like, you have to maintain some kind of anonymity for them, right? Like while they're foster kids. Like I know you couldn't post pictures of them on Facebook, right? Or talk about we them. We could actually in the state of Maine, you can post pictures. Okay. Um, as long as you don't say these are my foster children and like draw arrows to their faces. Okay. Um, so could you say these are my children or are you just, no. Oh, you just are like, here are these random young boys that I yeah. t- chose to hey, take pictures of. My, yeah. And, and we're like, how do we deal with that? How do you even talk about, these kids that are now living with you to your friends and one person in our class was like I was just introduced people to uh, this is my new friend so and so yeah and before that of course like she said all of her friends and family knew that uh, she and her husband were applying to be resource parents which is the preferred term I guess in Maine instead of foster parents Oh, okay. Um, although they're interchangeable but uh, we just kept being called resource families so i think that's like the government term um so everybody in her family in her circle knew that she and her husband were doing that so being introduced to her new friend they understood you know this child will be there as long as this child is going to be there Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was hard because like i had told a few people that um Eric and I had been through the foster care classes, but there were a lot of people like big people in my life, like the boss, my boss at the time (laughs) who didn't know. Wow. Yeah. And just navigating the whole, I'm about to be a mother, whether you're pregnant or adopting or fostering feels like a really scary thing to broach in any kind of career situation. Absolutely. And I know of a woman who is convinced that because she interviewed for a job while pregnant, she didn't get the job. Mm. And like, because uh, someone set, commented on her pregnancy on the way out of the job interview. <gasps> oh, that's and she's like, cool. I have a lawsuit. I have a lawsuit, but I, I'm just in no mood to pursue it. So any kind of approaching motherhood career wise is super scary. Yeah. And I kept it really, really quiet. Um, but I did tell my parents that we were um, going to be foster parents because we had just like that summer um, learned that my father was terminally ill. Oh, my. Yeah. And so I was like, how are we still going through with this? Despite the fact that, you know, my dad's dying and 
we don't know how much time he has left and I'm about to be a new mother to two people with vocal opinions about things. Yeah. It's like, you know, why am I doing this all to myself? And that was also <laughs> the summer of the hardest work assignment I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, of and course. I, of course it was. And um, I compared it to passing a kidney stone. <laughs> like it was, it was literally the most difficult thing I have ever done in my entire life. Unimaginable. If I had failed in one single tiny piece of it, like there would have been severe repercussions, not just for my workplace, but for the entire community. Like it was bad. What the hell is this? Whoa. (laughs) It was a project that we were doing for the Acadia National Park 100th anniversary celebration that just happened to be um, working with a local Native American nation on adapting some of their sacred stories. Oh, good. For the stage. Like, this entire culture that had been oppressed and like had genocidal awfulness happen to them and cultural genocide on top of that, like this incredibly resilient, amazing people with a theater company going, we want to take your most wonderful stuff and maybe not fuck it up. Oh you know? my it's God. Like, <laughs> and it was put on my shoulders. Like there were a lot of people helping out. Yes. But it was like, Amy, if this fails, it's you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's nothing yeah, else so, going on. So this is fine. <laughs> absolutely nothing else going on. Um, so they came right after that. And, but yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of stress all at once. Yeah. <sighs> Who, was, was there scary. a point when you were like that is done like that you kind of came out of it or the stress part of it yeah i mean it being like such a the the passing of the kidney stone like what yeah. was it did you pass it <laughs> yeah yeah well once that show was over i was like freaking done awesome and i had just started um to rehearse the new show and oh, the boys came around that time and it was tech and everything was awful. So yeah, <laughs> just stress piles on top of stress piles on top of stress. Cause I feel like I'm the kind of person who puts myself in those untenable situations. <laughs> yeah. I hear but yeah. we could have at any point stopped the um, licensing process if we had wanted to, because of my dad's illness, but I, I couldn't, I didn't want to, and I couldn't. Right. And, um, I'm really glad that we didn't because my dad got to meet his grandsons Yay. before he died. That's so lovely. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. I'm so sorry yeah. you lost him, though. Yeah. He came out about a year, no, two years ago now this time, and that's when they first met. And, yeah, he was really, really happy. He liked them both a lot. Oh, that's so great. Oh, warms my crusty, cold heart. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Um, do you have another question? Or? Uh, go ahead. I feel like you have a lot oh, written well, down in crayon. Okay. Well, yes, I did. Well, yeah, this is my mom moment here is like, I'm using my computer and my phone to record all this. So then I was like, hey, I need to write down my questions. So they're on this white piece of paper and green and red crayon. <laughs> Yay. scribbles all over it. Cause I was trying to teach Nellie how to draw without eating crayons. Um, oh, Tell me about that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured it out. Sorry. I have a picture of her with like this big blue like thing yeah. on her face. Like, <laughs> um, so I, my next thing uh, for a heartwarming moment, can okay. you walk us through like the the day of the adoption, like how it went? Your, did you cry? It, well, oh, mm, I cried buckets. And oh, Yeah. <laughs> So the first thing, because when a child is over the age of 15 in the state of Maine, the first thing that happens is that the judge talks to that child to make sure this is really what they want. Because they can back out at any point, but like right up until then. And he could even still be like, I want to be unadopted. I think I don't remember anyway, legal stuff. But Why when you're 15? Why does that matter? I don't know. I think that's what they consider, like I don't adult. know, the age of making, yeah, not making legally an adult. Okay. Yeah. But like people like work on a lobster decision. trap or something instead. Yeah, rake blueberries. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Potato farm. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, tall child talked to the judge first, and then came back out and said, "I said I didn't want to live with you anymore." <laughs> Just kidding. And <laughs> stop being a dick. I love you. Stop being a dick. Um, and we went in, and I actually, I have this thing about having my people around me, the people that I love the most and that are in my life. So I told everybody that we knew 
that knew us as a family that this was adoption day and this was the courthouse number. And so um, Small's best friend and his grandparents were there. My boss and my two bosses were there. Um, My friend who's a city councilor was there. My friend who is now the district attorney of our county was uh, ADA and she came out of her office to give the boys like all the candy they could fit in their faces. Like, (laughs) One of my board members was there. Like, everybody showed up. Oh, that's sweet. And so there's this courtroom filled with all of these people that were there just because of the boys. And uh, my friend was taking pictures in the background. And when the judge said, we spoke with, insert tall child's name here before, and he has agreed to be adopted by you. He and I did a no-look high five. (laughs) And my friend got it on on film (laughs) and then the judge you know reads their names and uh invites them up to pick a stuffed animal out of his stuffed animal drawer oh wow yeah and uh both boys chose the moose um tall child a little uh embarrassingly he was like yeah but he was kind of it looked like he was kind of happy about it yeah. Right. So, like, secretly happy. <laughs> Who doesn't love a like, moose? Cool. He's kind of <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we took a bunch of pictures with the judge and with all of our friends and family that came, and it was it was so quick. It was over really really quickly. And um, hmm. took a picture in the car on the way home and went down to a local uh, restaurant and ate food and let the boys have dessert for lunch and then decided, I was like, hey, there's a candy store across the street. You want to go get some more candy? And the only time I've ever heard this from either of them was that day. And they said, no, I think I've had enough sweets today. (laughs) (laughs) But we still had no electricity for like two more days. Oh, no. And also, this was Tech Week for a show I was directing at my job. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, no so big everything's deal. terrible. And uh, we have a gas fireplace. And it was the only, like, really warm part of the house was by the gas fireplace. So um, we sat by it. Uh, and we, we put Smalls to bed down by the fireplace for a little bit. And then we carried him back up to his bed and put, like, tons of blankets on him. But we wanted him to be warm as he was starting to get sleepy. Aww. And he was like... Tell me about your favorite part of today. Aww. And so, and he kept on saying, was that the best day of your life? Aww. Okay, good. <laughs> Do you still think it was the best day of your life? Okay, good. Aww, so and we were eating sweet. Lucky Charms straight out of the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I think my only other question is now, I don't want to like get into, you know, their past life or anything, but mm-hmm. do they still have any contact with any of their past life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a lot of people who have been in their life are still in contact. Um, we've had tall child's friends from school, from his old school, come up and visit. Oh, great. Um, it's it, it's crazy important for kids to have some kind of continuity in their lives. Mm-hmm. And another thing that DHHS does, I think I just said one too many H's, but whatever. <laughs> um, one thing they do is they don't want to take the kids out of their school system because that's at least something that's familiar uh-huh. unless they're very difficult to place. And unfortunately, a sibling group is very difficult to place. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they wound up leaving their home school district and they left behind a lot of friends. And very thankfully, some of them are still in contact, especially with tall child. Great. Aww. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I think that completes my question. So uh, please, from your crammed paper. Okay, yeah. But the next, I'm I'm wrapping up here though. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. Um, be warned. We'll probably ask you for a mom win and a mom fail. Oh yeah. If you have either mm. of those in your head. Um, but until I'll then, uh, I just have a quick stupid question. Is there like a thing? Are there, are there like spates of of evil foster parents out there? Oh like, yeah. Because isn't I mean, there a thing where, like, you get a stipend for getting a foster kid or something? Yeah, a lot of people, you know, you hear the horror stories about the foster parents who are in it for the money. A, it's not a lot of money. It really isn't. Unless you're warehousing 10, 12 kids in your house. I don't know how it could be Jeez. enough to live in, you know. Um, there are people who get in it for the wrong reasons, just like with anything, really. People who have kids for the wrong reasons. People who um, 
adopt for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. But um, the foster care system, just by the nature of what it is, is a really difficult thing to look at with happy eyes. Yeah. Um, And in Maine, it's been particularly problematic because uh, they're up until very, very, very recently and probably still continuing. I'm not even sure that it's finished, but um, Native American children were taken from their families for reasons so laughable that you you can't even fathom it. So they were taken away and put into foster care facilities, into um, Indian boarding schools, into all of these awful institutions where the children very likely were abused. There's a story in um, a beautiful and terribly, terribly painful documentary called Dawnland where a woman was recounting a story about living in a very cruel foster home where she and her sister used to sit in bleach to try to bleach their skin white so their foster mom would care about them. Holy shit. Yeah. So there are people who are crappy out there (laughs) in foster care. And we hear about them a lot. Yeah. Um, I I guess that's why they have to be so careful, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that has been really interesting to me is a lot of people I know and they realize that Eric and I were foster parents is they tell me that their parents fostered or they were, they foster kids or this or that. So like all of these amazing people I know have connections to uh, resource parents and being foster care people. That's amazing. Yeah. So I feel like it's the loudest ones that we hear about the loudest and evilest ones. And right. um, yeah, the I mean- good ones are, just I mean, that's just key. how it's portrayed on TV a lot. It's yeah. like, oh, it's mm-hmm. some lady with 12 kids because she needs the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. not going to be like a news story that's like, N- and now at five o'clock, lady is really nice to her kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's, uh, yeah. So how about, did you, do you have anything, um, do you think in the way of a mom win or a mom fail, just a time that I- you've like totally nailed it or totally biffed it? I think uh, they're the same day, yeah. actually. Um, so Talls went to uh, spend the night with a friend of his, and Smalls and Eric and I were going to go to Boston. So we went to Boston, but Smalls was not having it because any kind of transition is really weird for him. It, and it is for a lot of kids. They can't, like, go from one thing to another. So we were literally going from Maine to Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. Uh and he was being a butt, like a stone cold whiny butt. And he was starting to spiral into like a full on tantrum. And I was just like not having it. And we were sort of like tense the whole weekend until finally he was just like an irredeemable butt. And I yelled at him and then I stopped talking to him. Yeah. And I was just fuming. And then all of a sudden I was just we were in the car and my brain was like, what the shit, Amy? No, you're his mother. You're not, you are, you are having a tantrum right now, young lady. (laughs) So we stopped at a rest stop and I walked up to him and I was like, Hey buddy, kind of a do over. And he was like, yeah, can I? I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I love you. That was really dumb of me to do. And he was like, yeah, me too. So when we're that's, and that's something that we kind of set up from that point on was like when we are having a crappy shitty moment we're behaving like buttholes we can say can i have a do-over and (laughs) nobody holds it against you and you just start over from there oh that's such a great idea that is a total win in the long run and ultimately it's like i can be a total butt but if i double (laughs) down on that i am just going to be awful and they're never going to trust me with anything and they're never going to want to bring anything to me or talk to me about anything but if I say grown-ups can make mistakes too and grown-ups can say I'm sorry for them and you can believe grown-ups then maybe we've got a chance you know yeah oh that's adorable yeah but I was a total shithead I will say that I was the worst (laughs) I look back on that day and I'm like Amy Raider what the crap anyway (laughs) I love it there'll be more of those don't worry yeah (laughs) Okay. I'm sure you will. I mean, I don't know. I've I've been a parent as long as you have. I have no idea. I'm just assuming. (laughs) Oh, uh, 
Well, is there anything else you want to like, I mean, we'll ask you for plugs in a second, but is yeah. there anything else that you want to share about your foster experience? Is there anything we missed in our... Um, one, yeah. one thing I want to say, because I've heard from a lot of my friends who are like, oh, I don't know if I could do foster care. I don't know. I don't know. Because it is a big, scary thing. You know, you're saying strangers come into my house and I'll feed you um, <laughs> forever. Um, don't steal my stuff. Also... <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> It, but it's also scary from the prospect of their kids coming from God knows what situation into my house and what am I going to have to watch out for, blah, blah, blah. But you can go through foster care licensing, at least in my state and I think in most states, and say we're not looking for long-term placements, but we'll be a respite placement. And a respite placement here can only last for like two weeks at a time. And sometimes that's like, we used respite once because Eric and I wanted to go celebrate our anniversary just grown up style and have like actual conversations about taxes and the price of oil and stuff Fun. <laughs> and watch a movie Romantic. that didn't involve like CGI um, or <laughs> explosions or Scooby-Doo. We've watched so many Scooby-Doo movies. Um, <laughs> So we asked for respite care for the weekend and they went to another licensed uh, foster care family and we got to meet them beforehand and introduce the boys beforehand. And literally it was like these boys were spending time the weekend with their coolest relatives because they <laughs> went to this like outdoorsman show where they got to shoot bows and arrows and they fished and they learned this and that. And like the food that this family cooked was so much different than the food that we cooked. So it was they had a great weekend. We had a nice weekend alone. And then we all came back together. So you can be that kind of family that has a kid when their primary resource family needs to go out of town or if there's a death in the family or something like that. Um, so you, I think it's kind of neat, the opportunity to, you know, provide support for another foster care family yeah. and also get to be another trusted set of adults that these kids get to know. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're interested in foster care, you could be like a respite placement and decide that you only want to do it once a month, yeah. but that's still a help. Yeah. That's a because, fun uncle. And do you know that. like yeah. uh, where someone would go to get Pardon that me? kind of information? Like uh, what kind of uh, get involved? It's really kind of all over the place because you know, you want to look at your state DHHS and look at their um, sort of foster care licensing needs and requirements. Right. And then they usually refer you to a class in your area. As with any government website, it is Byzantine and hard to find the shit you want. Yeah. <laughs> Keep sure. going until it has a list of um, certification classes that are upcoming or how to contact the person in charge. And it was really lovely because our training uh, caseworker was actually the mother of a kid that I taught in one of the drama programs that Aww. I did. So, yeah, it, and I'm from a small town. So, of course, that's what's happening. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, but yeah. she also helped us with a lot of the questions we had about paperwork, about keeping our licensing current, about this, about that. So once you get to that real human being, you're golden. But just fight through that <laughs> awful website with terrible graphics from the 1990s yeah <laughs> and find that class and you could be a you could be a respite parent if that is all that your your life and your heart can take that's totally fine they're very much needed and maybe eventually someday you'll want to have your own um indefinite placement or just a placement in general so yeah perfect that's what i'd like to say yeah that's so wonderful Yay. i'm so glad that you got like you got wonderful kids and you got to keep them. Yes. <laughs> you didn't have to give them back. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it's two boys. We are very fortunate to have these incredible humans in in our lives. And I the the crap thing and the thing that's always hanging around and I hate to like end on a depressing note, mm -hmm. but is they're my kids because they're not somebody else's right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that that hurts them and that hurts their family. And all I can do is love them as hard as I can and be as much of what they need as they can, as I can, you know? Yeah. Perfect. And it's hard yeah. to be like, they're really lucky to have you because, you know, I yeah. guess it would probably be better they, if they had their parents in, exactly. in a better situation. But like, exactly. as far as adoptive parents, you're like, 
nailing it in my book. Yeah, right. So, and I think well, probably in everyone's book. Oh, thank um, you. So, uh, so. Do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Maybe we have yeah. some listeners from Maine. You want to tell them about any shows you have coming up or anything? Um, well, I, I'm actually doing a couple little improv shows this weekend on Friday and Saturday at yeah. 51 Main Street, Bangor, Maine. Look at you. Uh, but I also uh, am the executive director for the 1932 Criterion Theater in Bar Harbor, Maine, and we have stuff going on all the time. All right, people, next time you're in Bar Harbor and go there in the summer. It's such a beautiful vacation destination. It's so gorgeous. And come here in the winter so you can have the sidewalks to yourself. Oh, yeah. Go there in the winter, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in the fall, you can look at leaves. Leaves. Mm. Or in the but spring. Not in the spring. Yeah. No, don't no. come here in the spring. Let that be our one it's the worst. <laughs> spring belongs to the Mainers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you again. And uh, listeners, if you have any input on foster parenting or questions about it, you can always contact us. And if you have questions for Amy, let us know and we can pass them along to her. Yeah. You can email us at baddestmothers at gmail.com. Check out any of our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at baddestmothers. Yay. Thanks again to Amy. And thanks to all of you for listening. We We are are Baddest Mothers in the Room. room.